Hey boys, I hope you had a good day, even though I heard that two of you were sick. I arrived well in Nairobi, and so now it's time for story. This chapter is called Straw Stack. When Mr. Nelson's harvesting was done, Pa had paid for spot. He could do his own harvesting now. He sharpened the long, dangerous scythe that the little girls must never touch, and he cut down the wheat in the small field beyond the stable. He bound it in bundles and stacked them. Then, every morning, he went to work on the level land across the creek. He cut the prairie grass and left it to dry in the sunshine. He raked it into piles with a wooden rake. He yoked peat and bright to the wagon, and he hauled the hay and made six big stacks of it over there. At night he was always tired. Now, at night he was always too tired now to play the fiddle. But he was glad because when the hay was stacked, he could plow the stubble land, and that would be the wheat field. One morning, a at daylight, three strange men came to the thresh with a threshing machine. They threshed Pa's stack of wheat. Laura heard, Laura heard the harsh machinery noises while she drove Spot through the dewy grasses. And when the sun shone, chaff flew golden in the wind. The threshing was done, and the men went away with the machine before breakfast. Pa said he wished Hansen had sown more wheat. But there's enough for us to make some flour, he said, and the straw with the hay I've cut will feed the stock through the winter next year. And we'll, we'll have a crop of wheat that will amount to something. When Laura and Mary went up to the prairie to play, that morning the first thing they saw was a beautiful golden straw stack. It was tall and shining bright in the sunshine, and it smelled sweeter than hay. Laura's feet slid in the siding slippery straw, but she could climb but she could climb faster than the straw slid. In a minute she was high on top of that stack. She looked across the willow tops and away beyond the creek to the far land. She could see the whole great round prairie. She was high up in the sky, almost as high as the birds. She waved, her arms waved, and her feet bounced in the springy straw. She was almost flying, way high up in the windy sky. I'm flying, I'm flying, she called down to Mary. Mary climbed up to her. Jump, jump, Laura said. They held hands and jumped round and round, higher and higher. The wind blew, and their skirts flapped, and their sunbonnets swung at the ends of the sunbonnet strings around their necks. Higher, higher, Laura sang, jumping. Suddenly, the straw slid under her feet. Over the edge of the stack she went, sitting in the straw, sliding faster and faster. Bump! She landed at the bottom. Plump! Mary landed next to her. They rolled and laughed in the crackling straw. Then they climbed the stack and slid down it again. They had never had so much fun. 
They climbed up and slid and climbed and slid until they could hardly stack stack left in the middle. Until there was hardly any stack stack left in the middle of loose heaps of straw. Then they were sober. Pa had made that straw stack, and now it was not at all as he had left it. Laura looked at Mary, and Mary looked at her, and they looked at what was left of the straw stack. Then Mary said she was going into the dugout, and Laura went quietly with her. They were very good in helping Ma and playing nicely with Carrie until Pa came for dinner. When he came in, he looked straight at Laura. Laura looked at the floor. You girls mustn't slide down the straw stack any more, Pa said. I had to stop and pitch up all that loose straw. We won't, Pa, Laura said earnestly, and Mary said, No, Pa, we won't. After dinner, Mary washed dishes and Laura dried them. Then they put them on, put on their sunbonnets and went up the path to the prairie. The straw stack was golden bright in the sunshine. Laura, what are you doing? said Mary. I'm not doing anything, said Laura. I'm not even hardly touching it. You come right away from there, or I'll tell Ma, said Mary. Pa didn't say I couldn't smell it, said Laura. She stood close to the golden stack and sniffed long, deep sniffs. The straw was warm by the sunlight. It smelled better than the wheat kernels taste when you chewed them. Laura buried her face in it and shut her eyes, smelling deeper and deeper. Mmm, she said. Mary came and smelled it and said, Mmm. Laura looked up at the glistening, prickly golden stack, and she had never seen the sky so blue. It was above the gold that uh, she had never seen the sky so blue as it was above that gold. She could not stay on the ground. She had to be lifted up into that blue sky. Laura, Mary cried, Pa said we mustn't. Laura was climbing. He did not either, she contradicted. He did not say we mustn't climb it. He said we must not slide down it. I'm only climbing. You come straight down from there, said Mary. Laura was on top of the stack, and she looked down at Mary and said, like a very good little girl, I'm not going to slide down. Pa said not to. Nothing but the blue sky was higher than she was, and the wind was blowing, and the green prairie was wide and far. Laura spread her arms and jumped, and the straw bound, bounded her high. I'm flying, I'm flying, she sang. Mary climbed up, and Mary began to fly too. They bounced until they could bounce no higher. Then they flopped flat on the, on the sweet warm straw. Bulges of straw rose up on both sides of Laura, and she, she rolled onto the bulge and sank, and it sank. But another rose up. She rolled onto that bulge, and then she was rolling faster and faster and could not stop. Laura! Mary screamed. Pa said! But Laura was rolling over and over right down that straw stack, and she rolled and thumped in the straw on the ground. 
She jumped up and climbed that straw stack again as fast as she could. She flopped and began to roll again. Come on, Mary, she shouted. Pa didn't say we can't roll. Mary stayed on top of the stack and argued. I know Pa didn't say we can't roll, but... Well then, Laura, Laura rolled down again. Come on, she called. It's lots of fun. Well, but I... said Mary, and then she came rolling down. It was great fun, and it was more fun than sliding. They climbed and rolled and climbed and rolled, laughter harder, laughing harder and harder all the time. More and more the straw rolled down with them, and they waded in it and rolled each other in it and climbed and rolled again till there was hardly anything left to climb. Then they brushed every bit of straw off their dresses, picked up picked every bit out of their hair and went quietly into the dugout. When Pa came from the hayfield that night, Mary was busy setting the table for supper, and Laura was behind the door busy with the box of paper dolls. Laura? Pa said dreadfully. Come here. Slowly, Laura went out from behind the door. Come here, Pa said right over here by Mary. He sat down, and he stood them before him, side by side, but it was Laura he looked at. He said sternly, You girls have been sliding down the straw stack again. No, Pa, said Laura. Mary, Pa said, did you slide down the straw stack? No, Pa. Mary said, Laura, Pa's voice was terrible, tell me again, did you slide down the straw stack? No, Pa, Laura answered again. She looked straight into Pa's shocked eyes, and she did not know why he was looking like that. Laura, Pa said. We did not slide, Laura explained, but we did roll down it. Pa got up quickly and went to the door and stood looking out. His back quivered, and Laura and Mary did not know what to think. Pa turned around, and his face was stern, but his eyes were twinkling. All right, Laura, he said, but now I want you girls to stay away from the straw stack. Pete and Bright and Spot will have nothing but hay and straw to eat this winter. They will need every bite of it. And you don't want them to be hungry, do you? Oh, no, Pa, they said. Well, if that straw stack is to be fit to be fed, it must stay stacked. Do you understand? Yes, Pa, said Laura and Mary. And that was the end of their play on the straw stack. All right, boys. Sleep well. Good night.